Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. That's because you got. I'm back. In. Like, I like to look at both of you at the same time. It's like a tennis match. It is. <laughs> We're just going to get one of those. I'm going to need like a neck splint. No, we need one of those. Um, what's it called? One of those mirrors from like a. Oh, like a baby, store? like a baby mirror. Yeah, it bounces. Or, I just look forward, and yeah. then I can see. Or a swivel chair. Yeah, we could do. I mean, there's a swivel chair right there. You can grab that now. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Or if you just slid forward, I may be able to catch actually, you this, in this mirror. This post chair is actually over here. <laughs> but do there you really That's ever need better. to look at Justin? No, you I just do. Gotta keep him in your well, I mean, no. But yes, you just got to keep an eye on. You them. do have to have like you know, like a parent eye. That's true. That's yeah, true. you have to be able to at least see him peripherally. Yeah. for him not to sneak up on you. Well, you're a mom, so you should still have him in the back of your head, right? right? So you yeah. know what's going on at all times. Yeah. So he gets through the filter somehow. <laughs> I, I think he gets through everybody's filter. That's why we're all here now. True. True. <laughs> this is a long con. It's just a big, long uh, social experiment that I'm running. It's it's working. Yeah, We're it's, all part of it. We're happy to be here. What's up? Episode 138. I know. What's going on? Our, my favorite people are here. You're here. Hi. Justin and Brandon Harrell's here. Hello. The Who running the realtor. Whole, the running realtor. The whole crew, crew's back together. What up? It's almost time for the Mardi Gras Parade again. The Crew Colossus invites you to come enjoy Dothan's only Mardi Gras Parade February 22nd at 3 p.m. Winding through the Garden District to downtown Dothan, this is the fastest growing parade in the South. Hundreds of thousands of beads, stuffed animals, candy, golden coconuts, and moon pies will be flung at your face. For information, find us on Facebook, Crew Colossus, spelled with a K. Come join the free fun Saturday, February 22nd at 3 p.m. Let the good times roll. So I've been gone. What's been going on while well, I've been gone? I've been gone for two weeks. No, I've, Fill been ta- me in. I've been taking my vitamins, unlike you guys. I know. We're both sick. You guys are both struggling. I'm, I'm getting over it, though. So. You're going to Disney World tomorrow? Where are you going tomorrow? Yeah, we're going to go to Disney and Universal. Fun. Yeah, going to do some work while I'm down there, too, but uh, that's yeah. good. So. The, all the kids? The whole posse yeah, going actually, to circus? Yeah, we're going with some friends of ours, too, that's got a big family, so it's going to be... Uh, Even more? Yeah, it's going to be 15 people staying in our house oh down there. Oh, so. my God. I mean... Might so as well. It's like yeah. kid wrangling. Well, I mean, but 15 is not that bad when you take into account how many we are. So we're not really adding that much You're more. Yeah, they're only inviting three people. Eight, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so. then this other family is just five. It's like small family. No, you need to work on your math. Oh, that's 13. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Never yeah. mind. So. <laughs> I'm glad I'm she's on not a lot of heavy <laughs> narcotics right now. I'm glad she's not in our accounting department. <laughs> no, you do not want me in your it's accounting all that department. Back and forth looking, you're getting just disoriented. Yeah, I had uh, a small fit at work. I know we're all shocked by my fits um, <laughs> at this point, but I uh, was trying to discount something for somebody. Like I was trying, I was like, "You guys overcharge them," and so this is why you overcharge them. And all the front girls, obviously, 100% understood the math. But I didn't understand my own math, so mm. I kept trying to re-explain the math to them that they already understood. Yeah. It, 
It's was not, ridiculous. That's not what you want. You I just, just rolled my eyes and walked you away. Just walk up there with your abacus. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, actually, this is how it. This yeah. is what is Five. going on in my head. Take away two. It's thirty-seven. It's <laughs> thirty-seven dollars. Like. You're doing it wrong, idiots. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're gonna listen to this podcast and be Exhibit A. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what we've been telling you. Yeah. You're dumb. I don't do taxes for people. Like, <laughs> We, we don't do other people's accountings for very much that reason. No. It's terrible. So what have you what have you been up to? Just selling houses, man. That's it. Yeah? Just, yeah. How's got, it going? How's the market? Good. Market strong here and got my Florida license a couple uh, couple months ago and so been uh, working that just investment properties only and so that market is real strong. Good. So yeah, just everybody's trying to capitalize on these low interest rates. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, it's it's a good time to buy a house no matter what what you're doing whether it's for your own selling. personal or investment yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. So it's uh, it's strong. Do you also manage the properties? Uh, I or don't. do you have someone that does that? Or do yeah. you have like do you know people that do? Yeah, that? I know people. Um, you know, so what I do in Florida is very different than here. I do you know residential commercial here, but in Florida, pretty much all I do is uh, investment properties. So like short term rentals, beach condos, houses in uh, near theme parks, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Great opportunities for investment. And so with that in mind. Most people that are buying investment properties, they don't want to manage it themselves. Some do. They'll VRBO or Airbnb, stuff yeah. like that. You know, they don't want has to pay that, that management. Has VRBO and all that changed real estate, the face of real estate? I think so, because it's just opened more doors. Um, but like with anything, when you've got competition, that also kind of gets some cutthroat rates. Mm-hmm. Cutthroat rates? Well, I said that mm-hmm. wrong. Cutthroat rates, yeah. Uh, and Don't ask me. I can't help yeah, you. Yeah, so... Uh, Charlene's <laughs> like Tim handles all the financing of the homes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely kind of changed the landscape of that. But um, you know, if people that do it right, they can utilize and leverage both opportunities, whether that's a property management property manager or um, like a third party rental company. So, but yeah, it's it's definitely fun, and knowing those people who to connect people with helps them out a lot. Mm-hmm. As as a dude who's rented plenty of houses before, like as a renter, as a renter. <laughs> Uh, get yourself a property manager, man. Nobody wants you showing up at their house randomly and be like, hey, uh, we're going to do the yard today. Like, oh, really? Because I have a barbecue that starts like eight <laughs> minutes ago. Right now. Uh, that was a bad time for yeah, me. Yeah, like I feel like if you don't, like if you have a property manager, like they know, that, uh, dude, it just removes like any weird animosity between you and the property owner. Like if you have a property manager, you can call that number and say, all right, guys, my hot water heater is busted or my refrigerator is shit the bed or any number yeah, of things. I mean, but those calls come in. I have friends that are also in real estate and do property management, but those calls come in 24-7. Totally. Like, I, I have a friend who told me that she got a call at like 930 at night because there was a raccoon in the tree of the in the front of the house. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, we, I don't know exactly Alabama. <laughs> what, what you'd like me to do about that. And the lady was like, I'd like you to remove the raccoon from the tree in front of the house. And she's like, I. You ain't got any snacks. That's nature. I don't. <laughs> just throw you. snacks in the yard. It'll come down. Yeah, just make a trail of garbage fine. snacks out to the, somewhere else. It'll yeah. go. But yeah, it went on and on. Like People are scared of the nature, <laughs> by the way. But all that stuff that's beyond your front door. Dude, anything that's outside. <laughs> like if you can't plug it in and it moves on its own, nobody's fooling with it. You know what I mean? People are terrified of things that are alive that aren't them. Sadly we, enough, though, they could have YouTubed and figured out how to get the raccoon out. Yeah. With the, you know, they could have figured that out easily. Yeah. So. She didn't want to deal with danger. You get a bunch of hound dogs. <laughs> no, <I'm just> 
Um, and then when we um, just went to Jamaica, we made some friends down there, and they uh, we, we called them slumlords the entire time. But they own two trailer parks. Oh yeah, definitely. Slum so lords. the wife actually runs the business, and the husband does all of the maintenance, maintenance and all that stuff. Dude. But none, nobody that lives in the trailer parks knows that the husband like they're married. That's, so, dude, that's a perfect. They all complain to him about her, and like they think he's he probably just complaining worked. to them about her too. Like he's probably like, she's no, like, the, don't like, agree the with him too much. The best part is he like legit gets to see all the stuff they're doing wrong, and he just reports back to her. He's like, well, these people have like an armadillo living in their house, and we he's obviously snitching. have a pet. Yeah. <laughs> they have no idea yeah. that he's. Like her husband. I think that's hilarious. Some that's, of the stories. At least she, yeah. Well, that's how you get the honest, like, <laughs> the honest version of people. Like you just show up without that crazy title attached to you. And they're, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah that's whatever. Undercover, undercover boss. boss right yeah. 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 But real estate, I mean, aside from the buying and selling of homes, there's no truer, like, look into a human than their home. Like oh, when you go to someone's home, mm-hmm. that is truly an inside look at who that person is. Like whether it's messy or just tacky or like how they decide they like to paint things or decorate things. So that part of real estate is super interesting to me. It's weird too, man. Like the amount of opportunity to just see strange things. Oh yeah. Like even, even good friends of mine's houses that aren't on the market. Like you just walk through and they're like, yeah, we're having a party this weekend. If you want to come by, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. You, hell yeah, I do. You didn't think to put that crazy sh- away before you <laughs> invited all these people over. Are you out of your mind? What are we, why is this out? Oh, there's been things, even houses on the market that, that you're walking, that like, you're walking through. Yeah, it's like, you might want to put that away. That's probably not good to leave out. You yeah. know, you might isolate some buyers with that or, you know, so yeah, it's, People get really comfortable. Like they get because way too way comfortable. Way comfortable. Like yes. too comfortable. Like put that in a drawer. Yes. It doesn't need Ugh. to be That, needs to, that yeah. needs to be in the nightstand, not, right? not on the dresser. So. <laughs> it's so true. Um, yeah, but I thought the my friend, she's... So this woman that I met that owns the two trailer parks, she's like, yeah. And I'm... Well, now she has to evict people too. So there's that whole part of like... Yeah, I would imagine. That would, I would be good at that. And she's like, I've hit an all-time low like as a human being. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, I just had to evict a quadriplegic the other... I have, on Christmas Day. Right? <laughs> like three days before Christmas. Can you imagine them like trying to roll back up in there and you like putting sticks in their spokes? <laughs> yeah. And like, uh-uh, I told you you can't go back in I there. I mean, it was just endless amounts of like real estate humor because I was like, there's just this other they just side. Take, they take to... the ramp away and now it's just <laughs> stairs. I'm sorry about that. Well, apparently she wasn't even on the renter's agreement. Like she wasn't, somehow she moved in with the people that actually were renting this particular trailer and then those people moved out and left her in mm. the that's trailer. Ba- so no, she just sort of assumed that's that- abandoned furniture. Just having to have a person in it. They just left a chair. So <laughs> it's just and then you're trying to talk to your friend. You're like, no, you're not a terrible person, but you are a terrible person. Yeah, you can't just be leaving. <laughs> I mean yeah. everybody's heard those jokes about like there's a million. How does that even happen? Like, how would you go about that? There's, I don't want to get into you know, it. There's go, probably it's leave, so wrong. There's like no and, tasteful way to even discuss it. Just leave it. and go fast. 
That's all you got to do. Just leave and go fast. <laughs> just get them on the other side of the door. Yeah. yeah. All you got to do is tip over the trailer just a little bit. Oh. As soon as that oh, thing see, gets off. There's no way. Stop. As soon as it I'm gonna gets off balance. You. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save this you. This is a slippery, me. slippery slope, and we're way at the bottom already. <laughs> Not as, yeah, I mean, at least, I don't know. I know. It's tricky. It's touchy, but it's funny. Well, see, as a realtor, I have to abide by a code of ethics, so I can't engage in this conversation. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. Tasteful. I would stay very far I have away. To just sit here. Yeah, but if you want what to text is, me okay. some jokes, <laughs> I will say them for you. It's fine. What is your, what is the craziest, like, you're like, I don't even know what's happening here, situation that you've ever had to walk into in a house? There's, okay, so. Or like dec- decor, or, you know, like, you're like, I, we're going to have to completely overhaul. This. There's no way. That, that happens a lot. Uh, I think the the most uncomfortable and craziest situation I've ever gotten into was uh, I got a call about probably about nine o'clock one night and it was a person who saw my name pop up on a third party website like a you know Zillow Trulia Realtor something right. like that Adult Friend Finder and <laughs> no. ChristianMingle.com and they saw Play my RunningRealtor.com they saw my name pop up as as an agent because I was a paid you mm-hmm. know advertiser on that website and so they called me and said. You know, this guy had just showed up at their property that my website, they kept saying my website said that their property was in pre-foreclosure and this guy showed up demanding access to see the house so that he could buy it and threatened him when he didn't let him in. He says, I'm about to kill this guy. You need, what? Uh, Wait, was, yes. so this is all happening while he's on the phone yes. with you. There's somebody outside demanding to see the house exactly. at nine o'clock at night. Exactly. That's obviously a problem. Yeah. So there was there was so much level of uh, high, another level of sketchiness involved in that conversation. But I had to kind of explain to him this isn't my website, but you know, and I'm trying to help the guy be nice at the same time, trying not to just be like you know hang up on him or whatever. But we got it resolved. But it was it was. About half an hour of back and forth calling people, trying to get somebody to call the guy, help him out, and also trying to get the person off the front doorstep. Who so. was the person on the front doorstep that thought that they could knock on the door at 9 o'clock at night and see the inside of a house? They bring cash with them? like <laughs> Is this one of those signs, we buy ugly houses or something? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, I, I don't even know who the person was. They just saw it on the website. And just assumed if it says pre foreclosure, it's On first of all legitimate. Sure. Second of all, that I can just show up and do what I want because you lost your house. What? Yeah. So, I'm still I mean, living here. Well, there's exactly. a lot about for- foreclosure stuff that's like tricky. Like for- foreclosures can be a great uh, investment, but. There's a lot that like restricts a lot of people from being able to jump on that train. Like, if first of all, the people living in it are halfway squatting. Well, sure. Well, maybe, but <laughs> that family still ha- or whoever has the mortgage in their name has a year to show up with the money and pay that note off, and then they get their house back. So if oh really, there's that, actually some some t- depending on what it is, it's even longer than that. There's a right of redemption. Yeah. But even in that, you have to think that this was a third party website that had no. No legal so this is like a Zillow. So ever you're just scrolling through Zillow, yeah. looking, and you see a house, and it says foreclosure, and this is the price. And this guy decided to show up at nine o'clock at night. He, and he thought he had access to it. And what? it's like I tell people, you know, I, I pay to advertise with a lot of these third-party realty mm-hmm. sites because it is advantageous to get leads. But I also tell them, you know, don't what you see there unless you see it on the local MLS board. Yeah. Don't don't assume that it's correct in information. Whether that it could be listed, the price may be wrong. It may show that it's listed and it's not. So you just, you have to, that's why it's always good to work with an agent because we can go and vet that information and validate what's really out there, what the case is. And like you were saying with foreclosures, 
as somebody who flipped houses back in Georgia and things like that, I worked with foreclosures. That's all I bought, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, cause it they're is, a great opportunity, but yeah. you've got to let them sit before you start working on them a bunch of or days. Or you take that risk. Yeah. If somebody or you're rolling can get the it. dice. But at the same so time, you could li- literally, you could have, Okay, explain. So you could be working on a house and flipping it, and then Let's the owners say, get the house back. But you—it's not like you're not going to be compensated. You're still going to be compensated for it. But it's there is what they call a right of redemption. Whereas I had a closing attorney once tell one of my clients that was buying a foreclosure, "You understand this is still within the right of redemption. They have until X date to do it." However, I've been a closing attorney for this many years, and I've only seen it happen two times. Mm-hmm. You know, it is highly unlikely, but there is always that risk, yeah. and so you need to understand that. As a buyer, they're not just going to come like you, like as a flip, you're going to buy the house, you're going to do it. They're going to have to pay you market value for the house. They're not just going to be able to come in and give you like, okay, you bought the house for $25,000, give you that money back. No. There's, there is some compensation there that makes it worthwhile, but at the same time, it still comes with risk. So yeah. it's not like just going out there, buying a house. Well, it's like, like any other investment. Like the, yeah. the better, the, the higher the risk, the, the higher potential for a return. Mm-hmm. All right, explain these to me, these sketchy signs that you see out in the road, which is super questionable. Reverse mortgages. Can we do reverse mortgages <laughs> first? I don't know. We're in that age demographic to talk about. Nobody, reverse. yeah, nobody, unless they're trying to protect their grandparents, like nobody's really sweating. Yeah, I, do, I want to touch on that because it is super comfort, cute, yeah, dude. confusing. It's bananas. But I also think it's bananas when there's a handwritten poor penmanship <laughs> sign in the middle of like 231 that says we buy houses, yeah. any price. I'm like, I don't think it's a legitimate business if also you are taking a Sharpie to a sign. I'd be willing to bet that at any price, they are not buying all houses. What, what like, even is that, though? What they're is not even that? buying signs at any price. They're not. <laughs> yes, exactly. They haven't even invested in a proper sign. <laughs> they're saving their budget for buying the houses, not on marketing. <laughs> if you are functioning on a Sharpie level, there's no sort of monetary transaction that we're going to do. And I'm not even good with money, but that seems sketchy to me. I, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> yeah. I think most of those are going to be either businesses or investors that are willing to come in and pay cash for something, but they're going to lowball you. Oh, they're, yeah. they're going to come yeah. in. If your house is worth a hundred thousand dollars and they may offer with. you 60, you know, yep. they're going to offer you pennies on the dollar, but they can pay cash. They can close quick. So somebody who's in financial distress and may be about to lose their house. Let's say they have a ton of equity in the house, but they just fell on hard times. It might be something they'd be willing to consider or short sell, things like mm-hmm. that, that, you know, it, it can get into a lot of different areas. Um, you just never know. Sometimes desperation will cause people to do drastic things, whether it's a, you know, a sound or poor financial decision. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's a thing. And, you know, you hear the terms is even when you're trying to buy or sell a house, you hear the terms buyer's market, seller's market, things like that. Mm-hmm. That can even within the same market, you can see variations of that where one one price range would be a seller's market, whereas Okay, well, in this price range, you have very few buyers that are out there. So, it, it's all about it's all about marketing leverage and and taking advantage of a situation. And that and if you're investing, that's what you're all about anyway. Oh yeah, it's calculated risk, or you may have some that are willing to take big risk for a big payoff at the end. And and hopefully, others who aren't. There's not a lot of uh, emotional ties to that money because, like, if you if you become emotionally attached to that money or like reliant on that, then you're investing capabilities go out the window and you start acting instead of like uh on black and white facts like people are like well i think this is a good idea i'm gonna go all in on this and all of a sudden their investment money just goes shoom and just gets yeah. eaten to death yeah that's what i was learning uh, when we were those friends i made on vacation was one had like two rental homes and then you have the other one who has two trailer parks 100 
a hundred trailers each. Mm. And she's like, you're either in the rental business or you're not yeah. like, you can't just dabble and have another house no. that you, cause you'll lose. Well, not only that, but then you don't, saying. you're not making mm. enough money off those properties to have a property manager. So it's landing in your lap. Right. And you're, you're the not, one taking the phone calls about the raccoon in the tree. Yeah. And if you have a full-time job to cover the note on your home and rental property one, then you're already like, you need, Behind. yeah, you're already fighting a losing battle in my thoughts. Like, it seems like that's, that'd be, you'd be uh, more up the creek well, if the, you're already financially stretched out. When you look at it from the perspective of if you've got a mortgage on that house and the, ha- and the mortgage is $1,200 a month. Sure. And, you know, for a $1,200 a month house, you've, you're maybe getting 1500 a month in rent. Mm-hmm. That's not a heck of a lot of, of That's not a livable income. No, you're definitely not living off of it. Now, the one exception to that rule, which is where I do in Florida, is short-term investments. Uh, or short-term rental investments. Whereas when you're doing a long-term, you're you're clearing very you're little money. You're looking for one family. Yes. What's a short-term? Like you're paying cash for the entire amount? No, no. A short-term no, rental is, is something that's zoned specifically. Like where, like, a ho- like a condo. Or a condo or, um, you know, like our house in Orlando is a, is a single-family standalone home in a resort community, but it's zoned short-term rental. There are There is a part of that same community that's zoned residential. So for short-term rentals, you can rent it for one night up to, I think they have a maximum of like six months. So that way, it's you're going to get more for it because you're charging for a shorter period of time. It's like a vacation rental versus a yeah. home. Yeah, we stayed in one of those when we went to Orlando. We went to a business yeah. conference down there, and there was, I think, 13 of us. But this house was clearly for short-term rental for Disney. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's clearly like... Stack as much family into this yep. house as you can. Like each bedroom had two beds in it. Like, it's like yep. all the properties on 30A down in Destin. Yep. Yeah, like, like there's a bed yeah. in every corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually your bed to bath count is much higher than what like a one to one ratio or two. Yeah, because right. you know, like you know, if you've got ten a normal, bedrooms, three baths. You, no, yeah, and see, no, there would be five, like yeah, there would ten, be five. like ten. A lot of them are ten ten or ten eight. There would be a almost a one to one ratio of bed to bath because they For the realize, short term. Yeah, for yeah. short term. Really? Yeah. Because so, I know people are getting, like, other people are getting ready to go out. Like, just the the way that that person's, like, weekend goes. Like, you need multiple separate bathrooms because a lot of times it's multiple families splitting yeah. a place. Or mm-hmm. This place had one, two, three, four, five, six bedrooms, four baths. Yeah. And yeah. that's pretty common. Yeah. You know, because you got to think their competition is hotels. Mm-hmm. So if they're if in a hotel, you're going to have at most two beds and a bath usually, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for, for like a regular hotel room. And that's what they're competing against. So, you know, then you take a family like ours, it's a big family or a group where it's, you know, this family and then the sibling and then mom and dad. You know, it's like a multi-generational mm-hmm. trip. Or you have people that come from Europe because that's the thing that's so big about like Disney theme park rental it's worldwide. property. It is. It's it's an it's a year like my house in Orlando. We're we do as just as much business during the winter months as we do. Matter of fact, that's considered during the Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's like the highest rate that we get is during those times of year because that's peak traveling times. And it's so we're not just thinking about domestic business. We're mm-hmm. thinking of global business. Yeah. And that's one of the things where the investors that I work with, we look at 30A, we look at, you know, beach properties, and a lot of them will invest in that. But they also look at Orlando and they're like, hey, for the same amount of money I'm making 50 grand a year on 30A, I'm making 100 grand a year profit or more in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And they just, I mean, those houses are purpose built is what they call them. 
like you said, they're built specifically yeah. for that. Yeah. We took this our garage. This was like a whole cul-de-sac, it looked like. Yeah. Like it was, whole communities. Yeah. Though, right? And you could tell, like, no one actually lived there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, we converted, when we bought our house, it was, it was a new construction that was purpose-built, short-term rental type subdivision. And we converted our garage to a full-blown game room. Insulated it, heated and cooled it, and it's a, it is nothing but a game room. Mm-hmm. And then we built two kids' rooms in there that were specifically designed to target kids. It was like one was Star Wars theme, one was Toy Story. I think Story. I stayed in your house. They're, they're all done that way. It's, we're not really all that original with it. It's pretty much, that's kind of like, you know, 101. Yeah, one was like yeah. Disney princesses Disney and standard. the other one was like yeah. mermaid or like, I, I don't know, maybe um, Toy Story. Or I mean, something. that's the thing. It's yeah. like when you go to a go to a rental house at the beach, like everything's seashells and sand. Right. Yeah. Like you go to Disney, everything's going to have mm-hmm. Woody and Buzz Lightyear on it. But it's all about making the house almost a destination. And, to, and that's what I always encourage my investors is like, don't look at what the house is now. If you're coming in and you see this house as this, if you invest this much into it on top of the purchase, we can, this, here's some numbers of what comparable houses are, are getting right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really when they start looking at that because, you know, the communities are great because you've got a lot of them are golf course communities. They have water parks within the gated community. They've got all these amenities on site that mm-hmm. they never have to leave restaurants, bars, whatever. But then the house itself becomes one too. So that families that are coming for a month, you know, because there are European families that'll come stay in Orlando for two, three, four weeks at the time. And just wreak havoc on the interstate going oh, the wrong it, way. Oh Good Lord. Gosh. Yeah, we talked about the last time I was on the podcast. Yeah. It's craziness. Yeah. You don't really want to drive around in Orlando. Not at all. Not unless it's you know nightmare. the back road. <laughs> no. International drive is a nightmare. I-4 is a parking lot. And most <laughs> yeah. of the time, it's it's just terrible. Yeah. But yeah, they, they but they if you can try to give them a reason, because if you're staying there for three weeks, you're not going to be at a theme park from the no. park opening until park close every single day. So it's giving them something to do when they're not in the mm-hmm. theme park, giving them a relaxation or kind go of a retreat. Go for a walk, go get some exercise, yeah. tell the kids to go swim in the pool. Exactly. It also saves you money to do that because you can cook at home. Like totally. you can feed them breakfast, pack a lunch, yeah. put it in a backpack. I mean, you're going to save so much money yeah. than spending all that money at the oh, park. Yeah. And then like, you know, the, the rates for those comparatively to the hotels are usually very, very aggressive. Whereas you could stay in like, you know, a six bedroom house for two families for less than what you could stay at at kind of at a pretty low end hotel. Yeah. So it, it, it gives you a lot of perks outside of everything we've already talked about. So from the investor side, that's what I always tell people. It's important to look at the big picture. You say, Oh, well my family would never stay in something like this. Okay. Well you're, you're kind of like one out of, Millions of people that would yeah. You're also you've got keys to the place. You can stay there literally whenever you want. Whenever you want. Like yeah, yeah you need to. Ma- it's it's almost like Joe Dirt. The whenever Joe Dirt goes up to the uh, fireworks stand and he's like, the reason you ain't making no- making any money is because you're only buying stuff that you like. Like you're not the one that's buying these things. Like you're the one trying to get rid of these things. Mm-hmm. So get rid of the things that are easier to get rid of. I'm just disappointed you didn't do the monologue and go through all of. No, them. I mean I ain't got. <laughs> whistling kitty chasers and all that nonsense. He always I don't know, I references have that Joe Dirt. I'm like, I didn't even realize it was such a philosophical movie. Dude, it's, like, it, I it took molded it at 100% face value. No, nah, dude, that, dude, that movie will change you. If Nacho you're... Libre changed me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, come on, guys. Oh my God. Of course, I'm perpetually a 12-year-old boy all the time. You too, both so. are perpetually 12-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's be awesome. Kid Rock Let's was in honest. that movie. Honest. Yes, he was. You know, I met Kid Rock one time. Did you really? Yeah. 
He, he was he's he's actually a pretty cool guy. Was he a real I've American heard he's badass? Super super duper down to earth. He, he is, but now I will say I'll preface it and say I was working at a radio station in marketing, and I met him on the front end of his success. Oh yeah yeah. And so he was just he was pretty chill. Was, was like this one of those show. random Columbus shows where like you hold on? Now this was in Atlanta. Somebody somebody sent me a mixtape of that dude like years ago after a show. It was in Columbus, though. I can't remember who it was, though. Anyway. All right. Cool story, guys. <laughs> losing my mind in my old age. <laughs> All right. What is reverse mortgage? I'm not a Are we not really doing this? I'm not a lender. You're, what you're, is... We you don't need started to it. Oh, I just bring up like... Uh, How does this work? Okay, forget that. How does this work? Because I have... I know people that do this. They constantly are refinancing. Not, not refinancing their house. I get that. They are taking um, equity lines. Yes. What is what? It's once you build up enough equity in a house, if you've lived there long enough and you don't like. I mean, I understand, but they do like two and three times. Then you can borrow against the value of your house. But wouldn't you have to live there for like the next 75 years? No. Well, it's just like, I mean, you're you're just, it depends on too what, how much equity you have, but also what kind of interest rates you're getting when you're doing that. Because if you go in and do like a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit, that a lot of people um, that run small businesses can use their house as equity to run that, you know, kind of like an equity line right. of credit. So it gives you some buying power. So say, for instance, like when I was flipping houses, I could go in and pay cash, not because I just had just tons of cash lying around, you know, like Scrooge McDuck, <laughs> but I could go in and use equity in my own house. I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a home equity line of credit that I okay. could go in and buy a house for cash, or I could buy the house and then I could use the, the HELOC money to, to do the, do the remodeling and things like that that would need to be done. So, you know, it, it just depends on what you're using it for. Yes, you're you're borrowing money against your own house, so the equity you've got is coming out of it. However, if you're using it for practical purposes where it's a short-term means, rather than going out and me having to buy take out a mortgage on a house that I'm only going to own for, you know, six weeks to, yeah. to six months. Don't take out an equity line to go to Disney no. necessarily. Unless or, you're staying in one of Brandon's rentals. Or Brandon's the peanut festival. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like that people like it's almost, I mean, I'm not going to compare it to like Tidal Pond because that's crazy. But like, yeah, people can get screwed if you don't understand finance at all. And you just are like, oh, I'm watching this commercial. And all of a sudden I've downloaded this earning app and you're like, but my paycheck's not there now. And you're like, hey, you already spent it, dog. Like I worry about the uh, education of people nowadays when it comes to like financial well, I mean, availability. It, you see it on Instagram all the time in their jokes and memes, but like, I'm so glad I learned, you know, Pythagorean's theorem in math as opposed to like how to balance, how a, to checkbook. balance a checkbook or <laughs> yeah. pay taxes, which is That's the thing, a lot like, more like that should be a high school class. Yeah. There's a meme right now. It's like been floating around. It's like, guess what? It's the IRS. You owe us money. I'm like, all right, how much? Like you figure it out. Like, okay. But so I just give you however much I want to give you. And if yeah. you're wrong, you go to jail. Right. Like, come on guys. And that's a fact. Yeah. It's <clears> craziness. <throat> And, and Billy Madison, I mean, uh, not oh Happy God, Gilmore we, taught us those things yeah. too, because you know his grandma lost her house because she didn't pay her taxes. I know, How man. you guys both learned so much from Adam Sandler? It's <laughs> totally, yeah. I mean, that whole genre of movie is basically <laughs> that's what that's I what's wrong with me. I obviously didn't spend enough time watching enough Adam Sandler. Yeah, you got movies. that that main. Uh, I was out there, you know, living life, not watching the movies. Yeah, you also went to college for golf, so. I know. Let's not. I don't see the problem with that. I don't either, honestly. Like, 
It's a lot smarter than what I went to college it for. It sounds like you're a little jealous. I mean. A little bit. I just need. I mean. I need more things with my name bit. on it. I need more trophies and like. What classes can I take that are real easy for 2020? Just start running. That's why I run. So I can get some kind of medal or something. Yeah, it's, it's just a ribbon. It's a participation. You did yeah. it. Yeah. I'm just gonna I finished. Make, I'm going to make my own participation trophy <laughs> from myself to myself just for showing up today. Or, you should. Or you could just do employee awards for bar media. and you know. There you go. I have one of those. It's a certificate of badassery. <laughs> yeah. There's and two it's of those. Two years ago, I haven't gotten another one since. But yeah, she's I the bar way love too high. that certificate. You were, you were in the running this year, from what I understand. You just didn't quite make the final cut. I was yeah, the story gotta, of my life. You got to push harder <laughs> next year. I really got to push through. Yeah. I'm sort of sensing that across the board in like Dude, all of my things right now. Speaking of uh, <laughs> Charlene's accomplishments uh, that don't exist, yeah. Why didn't Charlene's non-accomplishments? Yeah. Why didn't I see Rocket at the pet parade that dude is his a, owner couldn't get out of bed that morning that dude is a national Champion. treasure yeah <laughs> celebrity why why would you keep keep him from the good people of dothan I, to be honest with you rocket has ceased to be my dog it's he's now tim's weasel that's tim's, tim's full-time weasel, snake weasel full-time snake weasel and um i because tim's been so sick he wasn't he was gonna go oh, work yeah. on the float yeah Instead of going to the parade, and I really didn't want to take Rocket by myself because I can't handle him by myself. Also, he's ridiculous. The dog, dog's the size of my forearm. And he he's not a big is dog. It's ridiculous. A, it's a wiener dog that is literally half the size of this mic stand. And yeah. she can't, can't no, handle it. No, I can't. That's Tim's dog. She can wrangle. Tim has that. made a monster, a 100% small monster. He's bossy. He has to have pepperonis all the time. Same. He has to sit at the bar in the kitchen. Can't Same. stay on the floor. <laughs> if you're not constantly appeasing him, he's whining and barking at you. It's ridiculous. I'm a hostage in my house. Like when Tim leaves the house, it's just like with the kids. You're like, are you taking the kids with you? Like so I can have some peace and quiet yeah. around here. You gotta have this dog vibing me. That's why to Tim the is always with Rocket, and Rocket's always in the car because I'm like, get him out of the house. I can't handle him. Like he constantly know. needs to be entertained. If you're watching a show that maybe he doesn't like, it's like wine until you change it. It's, it's, I don't know what's happened to this. I don't know what's happened. I have lost complete control. And I think I can relate. My wife's dog is, <laughs> is like a little chihuahua that you can hold in the palm of your hand, Vader. Right. And uh, he, there's certain times that he just decides he can't walk on certain spots in the floor. It's like it's <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he will go around the world or expect you to pick him up and carry him from one spot to the next. If he gets on the couch, he can't jump down, he even though it's, down. it's, you know, it's nothing for him to do that. And, you know, he'll, he just becomes very, very extra and very needy. Yeah. He wants to be held all the time. It's like, it's like a newborn. Yeah. Basically. That's what I feel like this is. Yeah. It's just a toddler that lives in my house now. For example, like Tim came back from taking him there. He was working on the float, mm -hmm. came back and he, I was in the living room. I had had two hours to myself, which is a little uncomfortable because you're like, I'm obviously doing something wrong. Like I shouldn't be like, life should not be so peaceful right now. Something I should have known. I should have yeah. been like, something is going to go horribly awry because I am enjoying myself way too much. The house is way too clean. I am too put together. Like I really was feeling my outfit if, that afternoon. If I ever get like that, I just go to bed. I just <laughs> right. go to sleep. There's right. nowhere to go You're like, down. I'm just going to end it right I don't now. Even, yeah. I don't even try to think. Right. I was like, everything is way too peaceful right now. I'm watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, everything is going my way. Tim walks in the door with this, you know, tiny demon 
This dog literally jumps on me, pees across me. Like, I'm on the couch, pees on the couch, across my lap, on my outfit that I was feeling. Gets down, hikes his leg on one of our leather chairs, and, like, ceases to pee. Literally, I don't even know how he holds so much urine. From the living room, through all across the wood floor, across the entire tile floor to the kitchen, out to the back door. I'm like... He's literally destroyed the house in 2.6 seconds. Well, see, those dogs are just like long bladders, though, aren't they? Yeah, that's all it is. All he is is a bladder. That's it. It was so peaceful. It's so peaceful. Ruined. Just like that. (laughs) Just like that. Just like a toddler. Well, I told y'all. I I told you guys not to get another dog. (laughs) I know. I don't listen. I don't know. Anyway, so he didn't make it to the parade because I was like, I don't don't want to dox and wrangle by myself. I don't blame you. It was fun. You guys missed out. I know. He had a whole Triceratops outfit, too, but didn't make it. He could have won. He could have won. It could have been another trophy for us. But speaking of Mardi Gras, let's talk about all the things Mardi Gras that everybody can get involved in. Because it's it's about to kick off. It's about to get crazy town. They're wilding out. Yeah, man. The kids parade and the pet parade was Saturday. Um, That was a blast. We had a... High Wired Roasters down there, Mural City Coffee. Not Mural City. So many sponsors down um, there now. With yeah, a there's a food ton. Trucks. Uh, Dothan Ice Cream, uh, Peckham's, Ernie's. The Bookmobile was down there. It was awesome. We had a big time. What's happening? Is there any events this weekend? No, this is my free weekend. I'm very excited. Nice. I don't have to do anything. If you're not doing anything, though, the Wiregrass Museum of Art has like this incredible display that's going on right now that I need to go check out. Yeah, Jenny Fine's stuff is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's all like live action art. It's kind of neat. I saw something about that. I I haven't been to the exhibit, but I did see. Yeah, they had art after hours last song. Yeah, it's it's really neat looking. It's like old people and donuts and supposed to be like underwater mermaids. Mm -hmm. And it's neat looking. And then um, anything happening Valentine's Day weekend? That is our ball. Right. Um, and it's also, that. yeah, I don't know. As far as like Mardi Gras accessible to the public, what's going on? I think the biggest one is the parade, which is the, the 22nd. The parade for sure. I think, <coughs> I think the 23rd is the Elks Lodge uh, ball, but I think you have to be a member of that or contact a member to find out more about that. Um, but yeah. So the parade, what time does it start? What's the route? What's the whole scoop? Brandon and I will be emceeing it one more time. Yes. Very exciting. I, yeah. Last year was kind of like the getting, getting, getting your the, feet wet. Yeah. Kind of getting, literally getting our feet wet because we were fighting the rain. Last yeah. Year, that's right. That's right. Trying to keep everything Hoping covered up. Hoping that the big, it didn't open up and fall on us. Yes. It didn't. But it was a lot of fun. Had it's, a good time. It's crazy. Like the energy down at the park and like at the beginning where we set off, like it's crazy that how big of a footprint this silly thing has. Like, because it goes huge. exponentially farther than the peanut festival parade. I think, I think when we're up on the roof, we miss a lot of what's actually happening because where we're at on top of um, KBC, you can't really see. Yeah. Like you can't see what's you underneath see you. Down. Yeah. So you gotta look I at think, everything down which the is also a good almost. thing when you're talking to a huge crowd, you don't really realize how big the crowd is. So it's like me and Brandon just talking to each other and the five people we can see across the street. Um, <laughs> they were very engaging last year. They too. Were <laughs> our five friends across the street. <laughs> yeah. Hey guy in a purple shirt. Um, that's the way you but do Tim, it. out on the parade route, he said it's just, and that was his first time Madhouse. on a float. Yeah. He said it's just 
And that this year is projected to be like 40,000 people out there watching. That's was, insane. I think it was 40 last year, too. Like, we should have more than that. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, it's, according to that promo today, they were expecting millions, weren't they? Man, listen. What promo? Uh, we've we're releasing a promo every like every four days I think from now until the time the parade uh-huh. launches or whatever, um, and this the first one they released is Bill Durden doing a promo thing. He actually it, it's very WWF vibey like right. You just got to check it out. I loved it. You, you it check good. it out. It was, on, it was, it was where good. is it? Where can it's you? It's on find the locals it? Facebook. If you, Pull up the locals fa- okay. Facebook.com. Slash. Is all the information on the route and where to stand and what time it starts and all that stuff there as well? Yeah, or you or can go to crewacolos.org. Okay. Think, and do you maybe. still wear purple this year? And do Always you get wear purple. extra stuff? I mean, there's ne- I've never got received a memo as a float person saying, like, if you see purple, make sure you make it rain on them. But traditionally, yeah, like if you're wearing purple. That's the like, deal. Yeah. According to the fact finding that Charlene and I do in preparation for this event, yeah, that's kind of one of the Mardi Gras rules. But yeah. yeah, but it's like that's the, the yeah. Traditional if you want to know Mardi anything Gras about Mardi Gras, just be downtown listening to Brandon. Yeah, there and you I. Go. We'll give you three thousand factoids. You guys can about talk about Joe Kane Day, and you can talk about uh, letting the good, good times roll and uh, le bon temps roule. That's right. Yeah. That's a lot, dude. Brett Smith. Study. I've actually had that written on my refrigerator for like. The last thirty days, so that I could say it properly. Did you have the 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 enunciation? The <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Get that hooked on phonics version. <laughs> I had to tell Brandon that last year. I'm like, pay no attention to my notes; they're all written phonetically. He's like, oh, I get it. No. Oh, I do get this hieroglyphics yeah, now. Hundred percent. Yeah, you thought it was the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> it was like a scarecrow. You right. Know, just like trust me, this is me speaking French. <laughs> like all of these hieroglyphics right here. Yeah. Um, but it's super fun. So if you don't make any plans on the 22nd, because it's a huge Mardi Gras parade, it's growing, growing, growing. You can yeah. get all the beads. You can get all of the whoopie pies. You can get the coins, the coconuts. Yeah, you should be able everything to downtown. Google Mardi Gras Dothan, and it'll, it'll send you right to wherever you need to know. Everything. Yeah, everything downtown is open. So Dothan Ice Cream, KBC, Diablos, yeah. all the stores, all the coffee shops will be open. Mm-hmm. And then I think there's a huge after party that everybody can go to at the plant. Yep. Which is, will they have, uh, is there a concert? Yeah, I think uh, K-Jams is playing this year. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so. It's great. Dude, that's a. It's a great, it's my favorite day. Oh, yeah. It's It's the happiest day. You don't even have to buy people presents. You just show up and get stuff. And get stuff. Yeah. Right? Like good stuff. Good stuff. Fun stuff that you want to like hold. The only thing that happened to me last year that I'm still a little upset about is all of my beads got stolen. That's not good. No, and I had some really good ones. And then we got some really good ones up there, like the big ones. And so, but I had to take them all off because when you're trying to take the equipment apart. Yeah, it's a it nightmare. It like hangs down in your face. So I had taken it all off and like set it in a pile. And then when I turned around to go get it, someone had swiped like three-year-old beats that I had had, like held on to. Can't have nothing. Uh-oh, my uh, ladybugs are back. What's up, ladybugs? They're actually a problem. Do you have this at your house? Do you have this at your house? Yeah, no. they come in through the window. Like, real talk. They you come, don't? No. They, I, I have, like, ladybug dude, plague at my house. They're above oh, you right now on that window. Tabor. I don't even yeah. know. Is plague the right word? What is it when God, like, smites you with, like... It's definitely a plague. Locusts. Yeah, that, that's a plague. That's is considered it? a plague. Yeah, yeah, I've been smited with ladybugs at my house. Yeah, there's, they're coming and out of your hair. And something about, like, if you try to kill a ladybug, it puts off some pheromones. It just attracts ten more. Did you know that? 
I did like, not know that. Yeah, but, like you have to. That's the you, kind of factoids people can look forward to at Mardi Gras. Right. But Mardi Gras, did you know? <laughs> That's all there's going to be. It's going to be Adam Sandler information about different movies, yep. and then just did you know? Random, <laughs> random trivia that has nothing to do with anything. But us framing it in context so that it doesn't sound like we're reading it from a script. Right. We're yeah. wrap it in a did nice you know? Mardi Gras bubble. <laughs> You're going to leave downtown A, buzz, and B, so well-educated. Yeah. Or you can just watch from any other locations along the parade route. Right. And not have to listen to And not to have us. to worry about what Charlene and Brandon deem Do you facts. want the commercialized version of the Mardi Gras parade, or do you want to watch it in peace? Um, it's completely up to you. Commercialized is actually way better. But we, we at least did try to make it where it was interesting and fun and topical. I mean, we we, we had some... And we're playing great tunes. Yeah. Oh gosh, the playlist yeah. was was really good. It was banging. Yes, and I think we we were up there for five six hours. And I've never heard one song repeat. We were like the Super Bowl pregame show <laughs> that starts at noon and yeah. the parade on Saturday yeah. the day before. <laughs> exactly. Like the parade is not actually like until ESPN two o'clock in the day. afternoon, but we are broadcasting at ten a.m. KOK Parade Game Day. Here we are out here live. Four days early. <laughs> yeah. Everybody tunes in to see which, you know, headwear that uh, Charlene exactly. dons. How yeah. do you co- it can only be headwear because that's all you can see. I don't even have to, like, commit to a full costume yeah. change. It's yes. just, like, a different hat. I mean, that's all you really need. <laughs> I've still got to make a mask. We broadcast for a really long time. We did. We did. And we're doing it again. Hey. You know why? Because it's fun and it's one day out of the year. And... Bellinis were downstairs, right? so that's it's very convenient. I'm not too sure they won't be upstairs this year. That makes it easier because at least I think there the will be a day, bar upstairs. This we year. don't have to navigate up and down, up the, stair- down the stairs. Yeah, that's a lot of burning in them quads after <laughs> after about round seventeen. Yeah, we made a, we made a lot of trips. We did. Yep. It was a good time. Yeah, so that's the twenty second. Twenty second. Three o'clock. Super excited. Mardi Gras parade. It's so great. It's just a fun, fun, happy day. Your whole family can be a part of it. Like, no excuses. Come downtown and support. That's and it. the more support you get, and also, there's no reason that you can't start, like, whatever group that you're in, you can start your own. Yeah, you can build a float. Mardi Gras float. Crew. You yeah, know, you can start it's a, a great way to promote your business. It's it's just a great way to be involved and meet some new friends. Yeah. And, and it's fun. I mean, at the end of the day, fun. yeah, like, who doesn't like building sketchy vehicles and dragging them around? For everybody to look wearing at. costumes yeah. yeah and throwing stuff at people yeah i'm not saying that i have any inside information and i'm also not giving away any secrets but i will say that this year i think that everybody has taken their floats up to the definite next level yeah there's definitely from some. what i hear quote unquote it's going to be incredible so it's not something that you want to miss there's a all. lot of dude that's the rumors floating around they are insane. around the thing crack dude i got phone calls yesterday from like five different people like do you hear what Jimmy's doing up at Great Southern and like all this other stuff? I'm like, I don't know nothing, but I know a lot. I think it's going to be next level Mardi Gras this I'm year. I'm excited to see. I'm super excited to see what all the floats are doing and yeah. the music. I, if you've never been to a Mardi Gras parade too, it's just loud music. It's fun. It's beads being tossed. It's, yeah. it's a great mm-hmm. time. It's family friendly. There's yes. no like, oh, yeah. Kids love it. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the real Mardi Gras Plenty of times. Way different. This is much more family friendly than the real, <laughs> yeah. real Mardi Gras. I, I've heard the real one is a little frightening. Yeah, the one in New Orleans, anyway. Yes, yes. Like, I, Mobile's more yeah. tame it's, it's I used to have a work convention every about every other year in New Orleans. That's and they convenient. always put it 
on the oh, corner of Canal and Bourbon Street. Wonder why. At the Crown during, Plaza. During, <laughs> yeah. yes. During Whoever that. planned that event was not dumb. They were from Louisiana. Yeah, I've exactly. spent thousands They're like, of dollars how do I get Plaza. this business yeah. trip paid for? And man, that was... That was wild. Yeah. That Did you guys wild. have a balcony where you could throw bees in the whole thing? I, typically, I was always either on um, the canal side mm-hmm. or I was on the alley side, like on the back of the hotel. Mm-hmm. And so I, there, deep, deep buried in my Instagram feed is like a video of me about three o'clock in the morning. You just hear <laughs> out in the background. And it's just me sitting there like. Oh all yeah. night long, that's it. you know, because that's all you're trying to work the next day, Sue. Nobody you, else you, is, but the rest of the town doesn't care. <laughs> no, so it's it. it I hate I would it. really like to go to the real Mardi Gras. Go hit it up, dude. They have a. Uh, I watched a documentary on the company that has a contract on just clean up trash for Bourbon Street. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. It is the the behind the scenes like, like four a.m. They're rolling trash trucks, and then by six a.m. it is spotless. Street sweepers like they have never had a thing go on. Power washing everything. Yep. Yeah, it is insanity. I think when you hear the stories about the behind the scenes stuff of how an event actually oh, happens, dude. that's the more interesting. Well, not only that, but like they have, where they store all the floats, the float storage all year long. Well, they what have, goes into building the floats? Like how many people can a float hold? Like yeah. how many beads, honestly, does a float have to, you purchase know, purchase to, able, yeah. to throw for say seventy thousand people? I mean, that's I mean the yeah. math behind all that stuff. Not that I do math, but it's just interesting to me. It's like three boxes, right? Well, they have three like boxes of beads. Well, I mean, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably. Like, we don't need a lot. They're real small. But also <laughs> to like you know the math of like having to entertain a group of people for three hours, the same float. Like you have to space all that out. And like, if your float has something different than it does, you know, you have to space all that out too. Well, here's the good thing. Like you interesting to me, the good thing about it it being a float where it's always moving is that like, you don't have the same audience very long. Right. Like you, if you have like, if your float lights up, in a certain way, like you can show that trick off like once or twice. And then after that, like you showed your hand, like your shit can't do anything else. Move right. Out of the way. Let's see what else. Move along. See what, the, see what yeah. the next dude's throwing. You know what I mean? It's just neat to me. It's exciting. And then all of the history too, behind Mardi Gras, there's all that that's yeah. exciting too. So anyway, that is February 22nd. Be a part of it. That's it. Are we done? I don't think so. I got a bunch of work. I got. He's got to go to Disney. Oh I yeah. Already, I already saw yeah. him looking at his watch. He's like, you're a long time. way away. I am vacation now. He's well, in vacation I'll get this mode. edited down so we can have something to listen to on the way. Our guest today, Brandon Harrell, is with Century Twenty One, James Brent Realty, and Top Villas Realty in Florida. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal@gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.